Did you guys do our San Diego game last year? Joe, I can't remember where I worked last week. They're going to go for it here on fourth and one. A lot of words, a lot of words. No snap, no play, nothing, ready? What's on? Our count threw him off sides. Hello and welcome to Fox Sports Australia's NFL podcast, Hard Count. My name is Melanie Dinyashki and I'm joined in the studio with two lovely fellows, Pat Stack. Hello. Hello. You're, you're very cheery despite the defeat to the Patriots. We'll talk about that later. And Laurie Horrish. I'm fired up. <laughs> I like where we started. I wonder why you would be. You're I'm the, fired up. Are Dallas fans the new Patriots fans? No, we're Possibly. the original Patriots fans. Mm, how was your weekend and everything, guys? It's all right. Yeah, that was fun. Lovely weather in Sydney. Mm, it was delightful. I had a uh, magnificent an anniversary. Did down, you? Nice romantic dinner down at uh, Bathurst Pavilion in Balmoral. So much romance oh, no. in this three weather. All right. Well, it has been a very big week of football. We look forward to getting into it right now. Let's kick it off. And we start with Tennessee. That's Tennessee. new. The Titans. That's new to start with Tennessee. Tennessee. I guess it is, but. What great news for Tennessee. It's a big time in Nashville because they put away the Packers 47-25. to 25. Though That's a lot of points to it's put a lot on of the points. Packers. Many points. Um, Mar- Marcus Mariota, of course, wow, he was looking really good, throwing for 295 yards and four touchdowns, made a mockery of the Green Bay secondary. Yeah, this was this was a knockout punch from the first quarter. They were up 21-0 mm. in quarter numero uno, which is just something you're not used to seeing from oh. Green Bay, but... They're a team in, in disarray. Coaches, that, that seat is heating up quickly. My calls for Mike McCarthy to be sent packing uh, uh, did that. Are, getting, uh, are getting more and more steam. But how about, you know, DeMarco Murray gets another century on the ground, 100 yards, got in a passing touchdown as well. So everything, the, the play calling in, uh, in Tennessee, you that know, there was, all, there was all this stuff about exotic smash mouth and that's all oh, that's a giggle at Mike Markey. They're pulling it off, yeah. hitting them in every which way you possibly can. A lot to like about it. Your old mate, Marcus Mariota, 295 yards, four touchdowns. He was pretty impressive. Is this the mean or is this a, an overperformance? No, look, the past couple of months for him have been pretty impressive. He's up there in terms of touchdown percentage, touchdown throws. Uh, and next week, I believe, he gets an AFC South meeting with, uh, with the Indianapolis Colts. And we know that's not going to be a defense to stop <laughs> his momentum. Mel, what's the ceiling for Mariota this year? Yeah, I think it's all come down to, and the games where he hasn't quite performed has come down to some little decisions that yep. maybe haven't quite, he hasn't summed up the situation as well as you'd like. Mm. But he's, a, he's still a young quarterback. He's in the same class as James Winston's and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's got he's got some absolute potential when he's got his decision-making right. And I yeah. think that's what we saw against the Packers. He looked comfortable. He was making the throws. And yeah, I love the cre- creativity that they got going with DeMarco even getting in on that. Um, um, I've got to say to Mariota, perhaps uh, the wisdom in his decision-making came with that great star she's rocking these days. It's Ooh. a sweet tash. Can mm-hmm. I ask you, do you reckon that they can top the AFC South? Uh, Who? The Titans? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I, well, what I do think we got? We got Houston still on top. Division. Yeah, yeah. Houston right? get a patsy of a win 6-3 and three after yep. beating the Jags. They're not scaring anyone. I think it's going to be Colts and... Uh, Colts and Tennessee. Well, it's it's at the moment it's Houston Texans six and three, Tennessee five and five, Indianapolis four and five, and Jacksonville two and seven. But anyway, um, Houston, yeah, I don't think that they are convincing, are they? Uh, no. They barely got the win. Really, there's nothing about them that says yeah, they're no, they're stuck they're, with they're the, the real deal. They're you know? stuck with cement shoes of a contract. Tennessee in Brock have Osweiler. a 
much higher ceiling yep. than Houston. So, Lawrence, with your journalistic credibility, I yes. think you've been way too professional this week. You've buried the lead. You're responsible <laughs> for this rundown. You've led with Tennessee. <laughs> but the reality is the story mm. of the weekend is the Dallas Cowboys. And your professionalism has resulted in us um, looking unprofessional, ironically, oh, on this uh, please. And this podcast because the Zeke freak went absolutely nanas in a win over the Steelers. And there's all sorts of talk about him being thrown up as a potential, forget about rookie of the year candidate, MVP candidate. According to LeBron, yeah, he was tweeting a, up a storm saying rookie of the year and MVP. That's what LeBron oh, wants. Piss off, LeBron. How many sporting <laughs> events does LeBron have to ruin this year? He already cost the... Uh, the uh, Cleveland baseball team the World Indians. Series. He's like a big yeah, Cowboys no, guy though, isn't he? he? he from way back, he's a big Cowboys yeah. fan. I guess um, growing up in Akron, Ohio, you probably weren't too <laughs> enthused with some of the football on offer. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, okay, let's get to the Dallas Cowboys. Zeke mm. was absolutely phenomenal and equally yards? three Stop touchdowns, including the walk-off game winner with nine seconds left. Straight down the guts. You can't talk about Zeke beautiful. without yeah. talking about that offensive line. They're playing better than they ever have. I thought actually last year they took a few steps back. Uh, this year they've been absolutely dominant, um, overpowering. There's a great um, it's a great screenshot that was going around done by Marcus Mojo, who's a great football mind out there, running around Twitter. And you just see on that last play, the 31-yard touchdown from Zeke, the Dallas offensive line has just collapsed yep. the Pittsburgh defense. Like there is no one left standing. It is... Talk about an alleyway. This was the English Channel tunnel that he was running through. The channel. So, the was channel. There some talk of a, a tug on that particular play <laughs> against uh, the Steelers. Da, da, Dallas Cowboys offensive line doesn't need to tug. Um, <laughs> oh wow! Uh, but the other story, a nice one here. Before we get to you know the quarterback controversy, Des Bryant, 116 yards and a touchdown, less than 24 Big hours. Performance for him. Yeah, after his, after his father passed away, so you could see he was paying homage uh, mm-hmm. upstairs. Uh, when that one went down, so it's pretty emotional stuff there. But and then and then you know the Steelers were able to move it on offense, but their defense is an absolute shambles. There's something about this Steelers team that just they're completely schizophrenic, and I mean that in the nicest possible way yeah. because they can play like amazing football. There was a great game of football from them, but they still find a way to lose these games. And they're four and five, and it's not looking like a particularly good season for the Steelers, despite the fact that I think we've had discussions in previous podcasts about their ceiling probably being as high as any other team in the league. They've definitely not met expectations and I think that Big Ben after the game probably summed that up the best and he was saying look we need to be held accountable we whether we need to look at the players it comes down players coaches I mean that that sort of set off this whole chain reaction of people questioning wait is he saying Mike Tomlin's job's in trouble Mm -hmm. um it was there's a lot of discussions about Pittsburgh right now um they know they've not reached expectations but I wouldn't write them off at this point it was a win only by five points um and you know that they've got the quality of players to to bounce back especially when Big Ben is properly healthy yeah and how about that nice little fake spike to put them up with 42 seconds to go (laughs) that Uh, would have been the story that would have been the channeling Marino um yeah it was phenomenal but um ultimately Dallas get it done and Dak Prescott Got playing again, sloppy first half, comes good in the clutch in the second half, and Stacky, you're burning to ask me something. I was, this is actually, I just wanted to touch on Zeke before we get yeah, to the sure. uh, weekly Dak v. Romo conversation, well, um, mm. uh, which you'll be very happy to talk about. I just want to know, where did he go in the draft? Who? Uh, Zeke. Number four overall. Okay. 
Yes. So would the other three teams be kicking themselves? Um, well, <laughs> yeah. I've actually asked myself this question through the season because well. I was just watching. I'm like, if he didn't go at one, then but I can't. The draft is always about what needs and wants, yeah. though. Yeah, and it's also about certain like, positions got- being valued more and quarterbacks get pumped up yeah. to the top, which we saw with Carson Wentz and, and Jared mm. Goff. And Goff's sitting in LA and yeah. can't get on the field. Well, he obviously wasn't going to go to LA. Uh, Zeke was never going to go to LA. They weren't going to move up to early. take him, and yeah. they have talked early. They were moving up for quarterback. Um, this was a criticised pick by many because the story for years has been the devaluation of running backs. They wear out in five, six years. They hit a, they hit a cliff at 27, 28. So that's roughly after your first contract, maybe first contract and a half. Dallas built on a strength here. They had the offensive line, and while many said, oh, you can get Darren McFadden to run behind them, you can get Pat Stack or Melanie Donyashki to run behind them. <laughs> what you can do is put, put something special coach. behind special, and then you get unstoppable. Interestingly, I went off a cliff with my athletic ability playing in a Fox Sports Touch footy day last week. Oh. Did my first ever hamstring injury. Oh, no. Pulled a hamstring. Did you? Trying Sniper to run the past crowd. George Gregan. Did you and, burn uh, Gregan? Or? Oh, no. No, some, some other young punk from upstairs here... Uh, Got me right on the line as I was just about to cross. Uh, and Gregan was pissing himself. He's like, you've just done your hamstring, haven't you? I was like, yes. Did you have I a celebration I have. ready? Did you have a tri-celebration ready? Like, what uh, were we going to oh, see? Yeah, I was going to carry on like a, a proper... To- what I was hoping to go for was the old bomb, like the grenade. You yeah. throw it up and <laughs> everyone... Yeah, Who did that? Down. That was Brian Fletcher, was it? Yeah, oh, Fletch Origin? in Origin. But yeah. Yeah. It was also in the any Raiders, Sunday, think- maybe? Yes, definitely got to run in any even Sunday. I feel like the Raiders ran that out back in the day you as well. You did a temp in bowling once. Anyway, so I'm off piste. Let's get back on track and so, talk about Dak v. Yes, Romo. Yes, that, that is the big thing well, to everyone. Because you know what my about. headline was last week? Go. When we were doing our bold Flaunt. tips for the week. Yeah, Flaunt two it. of those three hit. I believe mine was something along the lines of Jerry Jones confirms Dak is the man after he takes down well, the Steelers. Well, let's cross to Jerry now. Do you foresee him being active as a backup next week? I do. I do. He's, he's ready. He's ready to go. He's ready. Yep. So that's talking about Tony Romo will be active and the backup I next week. I believe his uh, precise words were, he's got the hot hand right now. In tr- <laughs> Got to have a poker analogy in there. How very Jerry Jones like. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be Dak Prescott. You look shattered. Um, that your team's he's not one. happy with the decision. He's so upset. Go you. just like briefly the tell us the only why team the, why left in the comp that has just the one loss. NFL stands for not for long. So never take <laughs> take for granted a winning streak. Despite the fact that Mel gets to do that every year with the yeah, Patriots, and we'll get to them in that. a sec. No, it's fantastic to obviously when your team's playing well, but it's sad because Romo's given very much, a lot to a franchise. He's not and, uh, dead, and and he's not getting to play with a team of this calibre and perhaps he has in recent years but as Witten said last week and I said last chapter this hasn't been written yet and hot hands do go cold and the Baltimore Ravens present a pretty staunch defensive front next week I think it's a really interesting matchup but there's no doubt that the pendulum swung towards Dak the eight wins in a row we touched on Zeke being a bit of embarrassing that he went at four and rather than one (laughs) Dak went fourth round yeah that's one that I think, uh, oh. that if you're redrafting again today, Dax a top 10 pick. I don't think there's any doubt in that. But mm. look, uh, yeah, I don't think you look back and try and, you know, I won't be you looking look back. You don't you, Lawrence? You, you know, those are quotes that sounded very similar to one Pete Carroll, Seahawks coach, who uh, was saying, no, we're not going to look at this game against the Pats as a Super Bowl rematch. Revenge. But you know what? That's exactly what they did. They got the Super Bowl revenge against the New England Patriots. They got hit by a giant fridge made out of irony as they <laughs> failed to cross from the one la- yard line to win the game or to draw the game at least uh, the New you England push Patriots. Push it to overtime. Yeah. Poetic, wasn't it? Time running down. New England had four snaps at the goal line from the one and two yard line. We saw a quarterback sneak. We saw LeGarrette Blunt get stuffed when they ran, you know, a really tight formation. Yeah. And then on fourth down, 
they had the opportunity to run again and they went with a, a kind of a, that pseudo fade pattern to Just, Rob Gronkowski. Yep. Good contested tussle. I don't think there's any question. It was Gronk it was, made the contact and initiated exactly. The contact. So no flags needed there, but. Again, it's ironic that the run-up from the one comes back two years after we saw this in the Super Bowl. And, well, we, we know what Marshawn Lynch thinks about this. Last one. Just hand it to me. Don't need to throw it, man. Come on. No, it's really easy. I'll just throw it to him. He'll catch it. Come on, man. We're so close. I could run it over. I think I'm going to throw it. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> the worst that could happen is Tom Brady gets his first loss on the year. Yeah, and his first interception against Seattle too. They Look, I think for this game it came down to um, execution and mistakes. And unfortunately, New England had a couple more mistakes than Seattle. Um, Russell Wilson looked great. Yeah, he's back. Um, he, what, over 300 yards, three touchdown passes, Doug Baldwin. Yeah, three pack for Dougie. Um, you know, and plenty of receivers to choose from. Seven, I guess. I mean, that's that's brilliant. And um, Pete Carroll looks so happy as well. It warmed the cockles of it was my a great, cynical heart. To it was see a him great so contest pleased. too. I think, like, that's the look. Thing. It was Didn't a banger. Didn't really care. Like, I, I, the whole revenge for Super Bowl. There is no such thing. Is uh, there, really? I don't think the fans would particularly enjoy Seattle coming into their house and taking a W and they were and quiet. Giving Tom they an interception. No, but revenge for a Super Bowl loss comes in one place, one place only, and, and that's, that's the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yes. Um, <laughs> And, and that's why I think I'm I'm not too upset by this as as a fan of the Patriots. I'm I'm quite happy in some ways. I feel like they oh, needed that. Quite happy after defeat. Light, what is this blessed light, life? Light a fire under their butt and maybe uh, give them a bit of a wake up call because it has been cruising really smoothly. But has it been completely deserving? We saw they were a little bit messy with some um, some of their turnovers. And, yeah. And um, ball security. So maybe you know tidy that up and and come back better i will say one thing that won't have you happy is the big hit on by earl thomas on rob gronkowski that briefly took the start side end out of the game that was great uh, he really struggled afterwards a uh, couple of hands issues um and obviously we saw the last down play did not go the way he wanted he's actually got a punctured lung and is out yeah. at least one week the big gronk do you guys just put him on ice to the playoffs do you need to bring him back in a week? I guess week? it depends really? how Martellus goes, doesn't well, it? Well, he feasted yesterday. He, he did, but I mean, if he can do that again week, week, yeah, maybe they can afford to rest him a little bit longer and just be sure that, that he's uh, in tip-top shape come playoffs. So, Stacky? Yes. How are we feeling? These, these dramatic heavy games, I, for me, the two words came to mind, and that was... Whoa, Nelly! <laughs> <laughs> and we got another slice of that with Denver and New Orleans. We certainly did. Oh, what a finish. Whoa. Getting it done, despite the fact they didn't seem to have that much going on offensively, has got to be credited down to the defense, doesn't it? 25-23 over New Orleans. And it was all about the blocked by rookie Justin Simmons. Will Parks returning for a two-point score. So much drama in the final 90 seconds. If he's not wearing pure white boots, yeah. does he get away with this? <laughs> they, they showed that. Should you, should you be allowed to wear white boots? Is that why Graham Langland's brought it in in the Chang'a. NRL? Is yeah. that where this came Didn't from? Did you guys Chang'a. think... Uh, you know Chang'a famously had a stinker when he wore those white boots? Yeah. yeah. Did you think Will Parks was out? When he was running along the sideline, going towards a touchdown for a two-point yes. conversion to win the game. Yeah, I think he was out. You think he was out? But he so can't, can't tell. tell. If he was wearing black yeah. boots, I could tell. Yeah, but right. the, the lenses can only do so much. But mm-hmm. obviously they get that PAT returned and, and leave the <laughs> New Orleans Superdome stunned. Yeah, that What was... just happened? We were rocked. Very controversial. We saw because Justin Simmons, the rookie um, safety, he jumps over. He does a play that we're going to see more and more. He leaps over uh, the, sna- the, the center, snapping mm-hmm. the ball on the PAT attempt to get the block. Very cheeky <laughs> from Billy Wynn, who is getting a run with Derek Wolfe, obviously injured. Mm-hmm. Um, 
at defensive end. As soon as the ball snaps Stacky, mm. he grabs that center's jersey and yanks him down to make it easier for his teammate to Clever. leap over. Well, it worked and no flag. It, well, no flag. It worked. Look, Question. You can't, I know you can't touch the um, offensive line yes. who are protecting the kicker. Yes. Can you touch the defensive line? Can, yeah, you, touch, you, can you jump off your own player like a launching pad? No, you, you can't You can't launch off your <laughs> own player. Okay. No. Um, but I like where your head's at. There. No, yeah. I like where your head's at. Um, so more drama there. Look, not a, not a lot to talk about during the game. It was it was a relatively sloppy affair. We will move on. But Trevis, Drew Brees, though. Drew Brees still managing to get us. He might be okay. He's, He's the ageless out. one. Yeah. Yeah. Breezes walks. Um, Breezes walks. And, uh, and that makes it so tense and tight in that AFC West. And, and, you know, with the Patriots dropping again, we've got a whole lot of teams at seven wins in the AFC. Who's yeah. coming out of that home advantage? It's all up for grabs. Those are a lot of teams we have talked about plenty, Mel. Mm. It's time to get to two teams we haven't talked well, too much they, about. They they sit in this uh, this class that you're talking about. Kansas City, they moved to seven and two. Tied atop the AFC. Um, AFC. Well, AFC West. AFC and, West. And with AFC the, West. But and, yes. the, and the AFC in terms of record with those seven wins. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No, Kansas City, they did they did well. It was a grind-out win, wasn't yeah. it? It wasn't really one that you... Uh, Defense no. again, getting it done. Yeah. I mean, Carolina have been looking reinvigorated for a couple of weeks now. Cam Newton looks much better. My favourite play from that game was Marcus Peters ripping the ball out of Kelvin Benjamin's <laughs> arms Secure and the running away. It was that's a huge play. I mean, you can't do what, it, what we would know in rugby league. You can only do a rake if it's one on one. Yeah, no. There is no such rule in NFL. <laughs> no. If you want to get the ball, and you can get the ball. Get the ball. Just the facials <laughs> and the, the physical description from Mel. I tell you what, when the camera physical gets going in here for this... Is coaching? Yeah, 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 yeah it's okay. good. When uh, we get... I think we're going to have to change the name from buckets <laughs> to something else now to like, rip the ball, <laughs> Dunyashki. Hey, who's got more Pepper? intense facial experience, Melanie Dunyashki or the new president of the United States, Donald Trump? Oh, <laughs> comparisons to the Donald. <laughs> She's just a oh, t- I can, Once okay. again, uh, Mel has given us an in-studio visual representation, uh, which works so well on Treated the audio like radio, platform. There is no camera. I tell you what, when the Facebook live stream gets going in here, Mel's going to anyway, take it to a whole new back level. To, back to this game. Yes. Uh, it was an interesting one. Another um, nice little highlight. Graham Gano, he took over the punting duties during the game after Andy Lee, the punter normally for Carolina, got injured. Ham- another hammy Sorry, injury. Hammy. Yep, just like you, Pat Stack. Pat Happens Stack. to the yeah. best of them. Yep. Mm. Um, He's also washed up. You know, you know, had What's Andy punts. Lee doing? I thought Hamish and Andy had a radio show. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Crickets. And thank you for joining us for this week's <laughs> yeah, episode of Mark. Look, um, it, was, it was an interesting game. That Marcus Peters uh, rip, though, yeah. he punted it as well yeah. afterwards, and he, and he got a delay of game, and that was such a bad time yeah, was, to be getting a flag. Yeah, Thankfully, and, it didn't come into play, and, and yes. uh, Carlos Santos, the passions of Santos. Sealed the win, sealed baby. Sealed the win. Um, but so, he did, after the game, say, oh, no, no, I meant it. I was, I was auditioning to be the second-string punter. The more you can do. The <laughs> exactly. more you can do. So we throw up the Kansas City Chiefs because, like them, the Miami Dolphins are a team that, despite Four straight wins now. I hate a, a heart. They they broke I our hearts. The Dolphins. Yeah. They, I thought you ad- admired them as an animal. As a oh yeah, as an animal, they're great. I just hate the football team. Okay, I fair think enough. They're dreadful. They <laughs> broke our hearts, taking down our hearts from the uh, the from the AFC, the San Diego Chargers. Did you see uh, Phil Rivers' goose step? A beautiful. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, so maybe a little less goose stepping and a little less. Our fourth quarter interceptions. He threw four, some of which were his fault, some of which perhaps a mix-up with the wide receivers. But 
uh, the story here, Ryan Tannehill completing big plays. The deep ball's been a big criticism of his. Uh, they they look really efficient on offense. JJ didn't have the huge game we thought, but uh, we Still saw... Still pretty handy. <laughs> yeah, we, 73 yards. and uh, We saw Tannehill complete touchdown passes a lot. Uh, you know, thirty-nine yarder Under above fifty. Under a lot 50. of pressure too. Mm. Absolutely, he was copping some hits it like around the head. <laughs> took a battering and <laughs> right in the face. Right in the face. And they they get a win here, four straight. They're five and four now. They're in the playoff hunt. So no, what no. I want to ask is, of these two teams that we talk so little about, who do you believe in more as a playoff threat? Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City. Yeah. The record's too much for you guys. Um, call me when Devontae Parker puts up a couple more games like that. Yeah. You want some more consistency? Yeah. I don't yeah. like the Dolphins. Uh, we, yeah. yeah. Absolutely not. They're no. on the stacky hate list. Well, I told everyone that they were imposters last week, and then they came out and made it four straight. So they're making me look like a fool. Mm. I, look, I have, there's some improvement I there. You know, props to them. They're doing very well. This is a, a refreshing twist in the AFC East to have yeah. it, you know, fairly competitive. Even the Buffalo Bills, they're four and five, but geez, they're still a competitive team. Yeah. Um, you don't know what you're going to get with them. So, I mean, they can still take a lot of um, a lot of pride in, in their performance. You never know what's going to be served up. I just think yeah, Kansas City probably are better of the two. Fair yeah. enough. I will say. Bit of props to Adam Gase, who, if he has in fact tapped into something with Ryan Tannehill over the past few months or a past month, uh, that's pretty huge because Tannehill looked like a flop. The quarterback whisperer. He did it with mm. Jay Cutler, and God, we saw how poor he looked this week. He obviously got some great stuff out of Peyton Manning. Hard to hard to do that. Um, you know, <laughs> arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. But to do it with Tannehill, that's certainly a skin on the wall. Mm. Now, those are teams that we haven't talked about. Very much. But we are going to get now, Mel, to some people or some topics that have been talked about aplenty oh, on the social media sphere. Can't stop talking. Who's been chirping this week? Well, we talk about chirping. the Atlanta Falcons, whoever runs their social media. A very clever little uh, trash talk going on between at, at the Philly Eagles. They put up a little, um, video. A little, a little video mm. showing their mascot smashing in a television that was showing the Rocky theme, you know, the iconic <laughs> bit where he runs up the steps. And then just this rap music plays, and it's like, what? Yeah. Welcome to yeah. Atlanta where the <laughs> players <laughs> play. Yeah. Yeah. That was, again, the hand gestures. Uh, we <laughs> only enjoyed. wish um, you could see. And then, uh, of course, Philly, um, that in that post they were like, we're not feeling the brotherly love today, Philadelphia. Ooh. And then Philadelphia, go ahead and beat the Falcons. Knock them off. Defense stands strong. Big win for Carson Wentz and his team. That was a bounce back win necessary yeah. to get it back on track. Offensive line played some big boy football. Mm-hmm. Big boy. And uh, the Eagles, of course, firing back with, are you feeling it now? Oof. Oh, zingers. So many, so many zingers. And yes. we're one, we'll, we'll skip to number three here before we get back to number mm. two. While okay. we are an ice cold... Uh, Twitter burns. Pat Stack. Yeah, Bill Simmons got <laughs> ironed out. Mm, this is like going in AFL parlance. Back with the flight. <laughs> no, like, okay, so Bill Simmons, obviously, for those who aren't aware, famous for establishing an ESPN spin-off site called Grantland, a bit of a doyen of the sort of elite classes, sports media, yeah. sports world. People love him. Sports literati. Um, Gone to HBO, hasn't had that much success there. I'm still personally a massive fan. What was the name of his show again? Any Given Wednesday. Uh, Any Given Wednesday, Wednesday. great right. name. I haven't been able to watch it because it's on HBO I think only. that's the major problem. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it hasn't had great yeah. critical acclaim or numbers. Uh, anyway, he has. He likes to chip away at Chris Collinsworth. This is, sort of goes back to being a bit of a Patriots homer and Collinsworth having some things to say about Brady deep in a Super Bowl uh, decider between... 
New England and Seattle. And he's mentioned to Chris Collinsworth on Twitter here, someone needs to gently break the news to Collinsworth that the Pats have a weak front seven, and that's why Seattle's O-line looks good, obviously in reference to Collinsworth commentating mm-hmm. about how well Seattle are going. Chris Collinsworth, cold as ice. Thanks, Bill. We'll look for your gently breaking it down for us on that hit show of yours, which ah! had been cancelled this oh, week. Ah! This is... This is brutal. Bring and out the ice. Chris Collinsworth is this, you know, venerable, softly dad. spoken paternal Which southern is why figure. It's so cold. I mean, this this is about as as icy a take as you could imagine from yeah. someone who you know rocks the finest pressed chinos and you know, you can see him on the veranda talking gently and giving you advice um, yeah. about your life ahead and he's cut down Bill Simmons at a very vulnerable point in Simmons' in life. How many characters? <laughs> yeah. He didn't even go the full one forty. All of them, no. That's efficient. And that, that's very good. But you know what? Uh, is who's also been talking big. Um, that could Kirk- have used a bit of a ca- catchphrase from Collinsworth, maybe. <laughs> You've been Collinsworth. Maybe Kirk Collins. No, maybe Kirk Cousins has got one for him. Oh, oh. the new Cousins grab. <laughs> yes, of course. The the quarterback for Washington. Uh, we all know, and I mean, some of us love it, but no, not me. Uh, you like that was the big one you like that you used to do. And now we have. Oh, wee! Oh, wee! Oh, boy. It sticks. It's it? terrible. I want and to get around it. When I... in, in similar fashion, when he made you like that famous, which he had trademarked so he could make t shirts out of, he was coming out after a win and there was a camera right there and he's like, you like that? You like that? And that became a thing. And mm. now he's done this with ooh, ooh, wee. Yeah. Are we going to see the same thing? No, we're not. This one looked... So he looks... You can tell he knows where the camera is. It's a very similar angle to the you like that. It seems to me very contrived. Right. Um, very much on purpose. He's on entering. Purpose. He's entering he's that Russell skeptic. Wilson, JJ Watt, super contrived scripted humour, <laughs> uh, social media attention grabbing stuff. So I'm out on this. Kirk Cousins... In stark contrast to this podcast. Yes, yeah. where we are all authentic, all scripted. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, like it's it's it gives off the vibe of um, the uncle guy trying to be cool. Yeah. You know that that's the vibe you get because he's the type an of uncle guy who tries to be cool. I'm quite familiar with it too. <laughs> yeah. I'm really looking forward to hearing you know stories of Stacky turning up to the uh, the family reunions, just busting out. Ooh wee! Ooh wee! It's the second oh, one that's God. really. I think it's it one of the, the hog mollies. I think so, it's one of the uh, the offensive lines. Too many high. I yeah. feel yeah. that. That's where, that's where so we're out. Right. Are we collectively out on Uwe? Yeah, yeah. Despite the fact that Washington no. kept the Minnesota... Will not, sl- will not invest in the will Shark not in- Tank. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, did get a, they did get a decent win you know, over Minnesota, who continue to slide uh, Washington yeah. to keep mm. themselves in the NFC playoff hunt. Uh, but Washington yeah. next week, that might be a bit of a loser-leaves-town game, I reckon, for them. Washington do line up next Sorry, week. Sorry, not Washington, Minnesota. Um, Minnesota v. Cardinals. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely loser leaves town. Oh, yeah. Washington could be on a roll, though, facing the Packers. The Cardinals, week. who couldn't have been less impressive, escaping with a win against the 49ers, <laughs> who have about, yeah. have about as much uh, NFL talent as the Coogee Dolphins. <laughs> um, so, we go from uh, social media guys, you know, causing a stir, maybe we're not on board, to someone we're always on board with, and that's Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Yep, we all know and love his uh, dating show, Looking for Love, Travis Kelsey, Catching Kelsey, 50 girls from 50 states so of America, one tight end. Who will get his love? Oh, God, that sounds terrible. Um, yeah. Anyway, this week they were they had a spa day, and Travis was telling his manager, Aaron, and his brother, Jason, who's actually a center for the Philadelphia Eagles, mm-hmm. yep. um, all about this lovely day with the girls. And, well, Jason, he was not impressed. Did no read it. 
I got a manicure. Pedicure. What? Who are you? Aren't there a lot of guys in the league that get manicures and pedicures? There's a lot of people that smoke crack in their spare time. <laughs> There's not a reason to go out and smoke crack. Until you put your foot in, in rose petal water, you don't judge me, okay? <laughs> I mean. Oh, this is such a good what, show. What to say about Travis? I can't. It's too much. Are I'd we... go for some rose petal water if it was on... on... Available for nothing? Yeah, rose... I'm, not, I'm man enough to get around some rose petal water. Power uh, rankings. Cucumber water, rose petal water. Uh, at the spa. Well, cucumber water not only can... You, be, you drink cucumber water. Yeah, you can you? get with some gin, so I'm going to lean towards yeah. cucumber okay. water there. <laughs> Just uh, some gin in it. Yeah, yeah, some London dry. From 50 states to something a little closer to home, and those representing the... It's the Australians representing over there. A quick one this week. A quick, quiet week yeah, in general. through this one. Lachlan Edwards, eight punts. That's a lot of punting so, yeah, in a 9-6 loss to the Rams. That's a... Jeez, that's a bell ringer. Almost I'm happy more I watched. Than, uh, well, there are more punts than points. There we go. So, <laughs> two inside 20s. So, Lockie Edwards having too busy a day. Uh, Adam Gotsis, uh seeing the increased role with uh, Derek Wolf out. He gets an assisted tackle. Stacky. Did you see him as well? Maybe my favourite <laughs> Gotsis moment for the game was when the game-winning... PAT return, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess it was front and centre, like maybe first in or the second end zone. to congratulate the great man. It was Gotsis. Contributing on special yeah. teams, up and about. Very happy for the big <laughs> man. the Friend length of the, of the field. Yeah. That's impressive. He can move. Got yeah, around him. Move. Yeah. There is like, never... There's Gotsis. There he is. There's Gotsis. <laughs> and then we get Jordan Berry, who had four punts. Not a great net average of 32.5. Bit of return game from Dallas. Uh, but the big moment for Jordan Berry, he got absolutely rocked, Mel, yeah. by Keith Smith uh, as Lucky Whitehead brought a punt return back in his region. Helmet to helmet, huge, oh, huge collision. Floored him instantly yeah. and getting to his feet, he could see he was gassed. He had the wind knocked out of him um, and on the sidelines, I think, took a few moments to recover from that. Um, of course, if you haven't seen that video, you can go to foxsports.com.au, oh. go to the NFL section. The video oh, so and the article it. written by yours truly is on site. Well, the video voiced by... It's the, that guy. The commentators uh, did give him a bit of props for, <laughs> for shaking off the hit, showing some toughness. And, of course, you know, with many of the guys that come from Australia and especially through Pro Kick, uh, they're former AFL or Aussie rules players. So they're used to taking a more of a knock than your average everyday American punter. Yeah. Yeah. We go to Postman Pat. <laughs> we do Postman go to Postman Pat. Postman Pat and his black little and black cat. cat. Uh, Wait, have I yeah. got it wrong? There's all these years. Black is, and white cat. Oh, it's black and white. It's not little yeah. black cat. No, Same amount of syllables. White. Hence all the... I've got long memories from all the bullying. Okay. Well, Pat Stack. Uh, yeah, at Riley Bev, can you bring on a lip-reading expert to confirm Tony Romo said it's his time? Yeah, <laughs> right after the long wow. touchdown at Des Bryant. Uh, no, he said that's a dime. Uh, ah. That's what he said. Like he said last week when he uh, when he hit a nice... A deep ball in the previous weeks. Uh, that's, that's a dime from Tony Romo about a Dak. Sure, he didn't Presco. say that football's mine. It's like a puck you scenario. Yeah. Like we just it's, go whatever rhymes with. Uh... Bill Ormond has been an, like at us for weeks now yes. about Matt Stafford being a potential MVP candidate. We'll roll that into. Billy the Chili Prior about Zeke, whether he needs to be in the chat for the league MVP, which we've sort of discussed earlier. But just on Stafford, I think everyone loves Stafford, don't they? But, man, that team has lost to some putrid yeah, organisations. I mean, they did lose to the Houston Texans. They did lose oh, the to Texans the... Texans are terrible. <laughs> they lost to the Chicago Bears. Yeah. So, look, I, th- I threw out Matt Stafford as an MVP Your candidate. Your actually, like, yes. up in the ceiling after, saying after week Chicago one. It stinks to say the name. Look, we gave Stafford some love right out of the bat on the debut podcast for Hard Count. And I think we've continued that through 
I think what you do need is some bigger scalps. We've got um, mad respect for him. Yes. Don't get us respect. wrong. Some bigger scalps down the road. And if he can lead them into the playoffs in a run, then anything yep. is possible. Because he is playing fine, fine, fine football. <laughs> so that carries us fine, fine. through the mailbag. And Zeke. We like the Zeke, but I think uh, it always goes to QBs, right? <laughs> it does. But I tell you what, if he, if he starts sniffing around that 2,000-yard mark, which would be huge, then it would be it's going to tilt back yeah. towards him. I mean, honestly, there's an argument that's been made by plenty of people, plenty of podcasts out there that the MVP should be the Dallas offensive line. I know. So from the mailbag, people checking in what's going on in the past week to what's going to happen in the next week. And we ask... The Week 11 headlines, Patrick Stack. Do you have something for us, Melanie Danyashki? Have you got something sourced up? Viking season in tatters as they are shut out by the Arizona Cardinals. Wow. That's what I'm calling a shutout. Mel? Yeah. Casting your eye around. I can hit you while you're... Casting your eyes into the crystal yeah. ball. Despite Mel's the fact like, that my crystal ball's not <laughs> yeah. working. Uh, Mel's trying to get it, but... the Wi Fi back into a crystal ball. Despite <laughs> the fact that we hammer the AFC South constantly and say they shouldn't even have a playoff team. Yeah. The match of the round next week. Ooh, the game. game to watch as it breaks the 80 point barrier is the Titans at the Colts. Mariota versus 80 Luck. Points. 80 point barrier. 80 point. Hit the over. Hammer it hard. Patty Stacks. I, I don't care. Whatever it is, take the high line. They're going to break through the 80-point barrier in an absolute classic in Week 11 as the NFL really starts to warm up. Colts vs. Titans, AFC South, must-watch TV. Hey, Mel, you must be like impressed as well. I didn't gamble at all. Didn't you? Didn't yeah, that's right. I did ask. I did ask. I gambled on the Seahawks, <laughs> which oh, yeah. made uh, Mel's pain uh, even more fantastic. I don't care fantastic. if you make money. It's your money. Uh, and then... it's also your money to lose. Oh, update. On? Got out of jury duty, fine. Fantastic. So the listeners of this podcast might have understood that I had a rare win on the punt on (laughs) Cup Day, sort of money that's never been seen before by the stack man, only to turn around and then find out that I had a fine for jury duty the following day at the exact same amount. Well, thankfully, I've managed to successfully plead my case to them. To give you my crystal ball prediction. Mm, I've thought ball. about it. I've got, probably got about five to give you, but I'm going to give you the most <laughs> fun one. And that is the Texans. Oh, uh-oh. To beat the Raiders? To beat the Raiders. No! In, oh. in Mexico City. In Mexico City, ah, right. south of the border. Yeah, I feel like they've got the, the home advantage, sort of. You know, there'd be a lot of... Uh, people be familiar with the territory in Mexico City. It's right near the border there. A lot of Mexicans in Oakland. Yeah, but high Mexican uh, population in Oakland. But it's there not in Oakland. No, it's not. No, it's, it's in not Mexico. In Houston, yeah, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but just, I, I love where you're going. That yeah. do you think maybe the Raiders have a little too much fun down in Mexico? Is that a chance yeah. there? Oh, there's a great Young potential team for that. Young tequila. team with no discipline. What could possibly go wrong on the road? When does the hard count team go on the road? But why are we not being flown to uh, the United States for Super Bowl week? Surely That's that a is great coming. Question. Look, we can only ask the big wigs upstairs. The shadowy figures is another one of our <laughs> listeners called them oh, on, the, dear. Uh, on the Twitter sphere. There we go. Well, so Hopefully one of us will be there. Oh, Deanne, she's going to go and, oh, at our expense, is she? She's, well, she's going to make Mel, a fist of it. Looking after Mel. Making a fist of it. Is oh, that a good dear. thing Tell or a bad thing? We'll take Jake about for a good time while he, while she, this one is gone. <laughs> oh my we did hear that, uh, that he... Very much got the Dean Portman reference from mm. last week. So a Mighty Ducks 3 fan Quack. is Jacob, which Quack. you can only Quack. applaud that. As we <laughs> applaud 
uh, the NFL season for really picking up steam as we cast our eyes ahead yes. to week 11. Before then, Mel, where can you hit us up? Well, um, to get some hot takes on what these guys think of my boyfriend, and, um, and <laughs> I like guess football chat. too, uh, at Hard Count Fox, and, and of course at Pat Stack Fox, at Laurie Horish, at Melanie Tanyashki for further hot takes. You can go to foxsports.com.au, NFL section for all the latest NFL news as well. We thank you so much for that because the engagement has been great. We had a poll out there that had record numbers for the Hard Count poll. Everybody believing that the biggest win from the last week was the Cowboys. Arguably a bigger vote than the, than some other vote that happened in oh. America. Did we get more than 50% of the population? <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, as we cast our eyes forward, thank you so much for joining us. Hop on iTunes. Give us those five-star reviews. They are rolling in. We'll read out the best and worst next week. Mm. Until then, you have a lovely day. That's so lame. That's Kirk Cousins lame.